Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Get it? I love it when we can make a uh, when we when we can tie a song into the clever, clever boy, <laughs> clever girl. Very underrated Billy Joel song. I love the song. It is another underrated one, the Down Easter Alexa. Yeah, Down Easter Alexa. Yes. We only do '80s Joel. <laughs> <laughs> '80s doo-wop. Play piano man. <laughs> God, great. Do, do our Billy Joel. <laughs> Uptown girl. Ah, <laughs> uh, another day, another dollar. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is in your ears. Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I am doing very well this week. Good. Uh, nothing really to complain about. I mean, could, still living, st- still living, still breathing. Still. So <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, what else can you ask for? Really? Yes. Just trying to make it to the other side. That's all we need to do here. Uh, Try it. We are a day away from a show of horror that's extreme. The horror show at Extreme Rules. <laughs> Which I like, is a mouthful. I like the the new take that they've taken with all these pay per views. As far as the yes. the extension of name, <laughs> the exactly. horror show, the greatest, the great, the, the greatest show ever at Backlash, greatest wrestling match ever at Backlash. Whatever yes. it was, yes. Yeah, Sorry, <laughs> it's too many words. It's too many words. If you if you can't remember that, it's too many words. It should be two the words. The event too words. big for one night at WrestleMania. <laughs> yes. I think that was the only one, right? That was the first one after. Uh, yeah, too big for one night. After COVID, too big for one night. COVID mania. COVID. Whoa! Ran wild. Missed opportunity. Ran wild. Missed opportunity. Mm. <laughs> uh so yeah, we have uh, r- uh, rules that are extreme uh, coming up tomorrow, Sunday, but uh, also horrifying. 
but also horrifying in many different yet silly and stupid ways. And we will get into all those silly and stupid ways in a little bit. Uh, speaking of silly and stupid things, let's kick things off here with uh, things that happened outside the ring this week that uh, we, were, we I wasn't even aware of until actually today, <laughs> since our... Our friend Stephen brought to our attention to today, tonight, Saturday, the 18th of July, is TNA Slammiversary. Yes, it is. It is a thing. And it's still uh, a thing. I was not aware. It will probably be the first Slammiversary that I watch if I end up watching it. Uh, it'll be my like second or third, but uh, just because I have definitely never seen one, and I can I honestly count on one hand how many times I've seen an episode of TNA. Any type of TNA show without, oh, used, throughout the years. I used to love it. I used to love it, especially when it was uh, by, even before Hogan came in. But that was like the time I liked it the most, where it was like they had Hogan, it was Nash, and they had all the, the old WWE guys for like a hot second. And then they had uh, Bubba Ray and, and uh, Bully, uh, yeah. Aces and Eights. And that storyline was awesome. Um, it was kind of like an uh, NWO ripoff, but it was, it was really good. Exactly. I could pinpoint the exact... Uh, Mo like the exact time frame and history in which I watched Impact, okay. because it was blue, it was a six sided ring, and yes. I believe Bobby Lashley was heavyweight champion. So yeah, that was the time before Hogan came in with uh, Dixie Carter to kind of run things, and he yes, he mixed... it was the first time I ever saw EC three too, and he... like that was during EC three Rockstar Spud. Yes, it was uh, like DJ. They were rookies. DJC, who's now in NXT. There you go. Uh, NXT guy now. Um, yeah, that was before the Hogan era because Hogan came in and quickly ixnade the six-sided ring and <laughs> made it a four-sided ring. And then they brought back the six-sided ring. Yeah, because it was stupid. Why would you have a four-sided ring when you could have six? It's more size. That's right. Oh, imagine eight, dude. And then we'll just they'll just put like uh, know, fencing would, around. I don't know which way to go. It was a cage. <laughs> which way you throw? Which, which rope are you throwing me into? I don't know which way I'm going here. Like, That's got to be so difficult to work. There's way too many ropes. <laughs> Six is good. It's somewhere between between four and eight is six, and that's even, and that just seems right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, uh, let, quickly, uh, since we have a, uh, still a lot to talk about with uh, in in this time frame of no fan era wrestling, uh, quickly talk about uh, the slam anniversary here um, going on tonight. Uh, we have a knockouts championship uh, contenders match. Um, I'm trying to see of the names. I'm going to share my screen here with you. Of the names that I actually recognize um, that I, or still remember. Uh, so I believe Jordan Grace is still the knockouts champion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Jordan Grace is the knockouts, yes. And the only reason I know of her is because Ringside News has posted some Tawdry, sultry Tawdry. pictures of her. Yes, I like Yes. yes, I also like. <laughs> <laughs> she a thick girl. Um, there's, uh, I remember Rosemary. Uh, she's the okay, creepy, so crazy, I, creepy looking one. Um, if I'm being completely, completely honest, yes, I know Taya Valkyrie because that is John Morrison's wife. Yes, there. And Kylie Ray because she was smiling. Kylie Ray. And I've heard of Rosemary. Ro I don't even know how you say it. Whatever. Rosemary. Rosemary? Yeah. yeah, Rosemary. Uh, she's the uh, psycho-looking chick that looks like, uh, what's her name from? Abaddon? Yeah, from. Didn't Abaddon. she, there was something going on with Rosemary in, like, England. She had her, she, uh, I could be getting a bunch of things mixed up. I remember someone looking like Rosemary getting caught in, like, a scandal about 
uh, her opponent breaking her arm like legit in the ring on purpose. I do remember something like that. Um, was it Rosemary? I don't remember if it was Rosemary. I, I, I can look it up. I think we should have an answer by the end of the show. But uh, I do remember that. And I remember, yeah, I, uh, the, that wrestler was fired. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Um, if we, if we, we could find that, that'd be awesome. Um, whether it was Rosemary or not, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to find out that you brought that back up. Uh, and I also recognize uh, Madison Rain, who's been in TNA forever. Um, that's, that's it. Everybody else here on this card, I, I'm not really sure who they are. So moving on. Um, we have an Impact Tag Team Championship match with... Uh, the only thing I, I care about, really, that not even the... The holders of the title. Is that Ken Shamrock? Ken Shamrock is still a thing in TNA. Not only is he a Holy thing, shit. but he's been he's been a thing there for, for a while now. Um, and then Sammy Callahan is, is tagging with, with uh, Ken Shamrock. I actually know who Ethan Page is because he was on an episode of uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast. Okay. That I listened to. The Machine. It, the Machine. There you go. Yeah, sure. I only know Great that branding. I only know that because of you. Um, <laughs> and that he wears, he wears no shirt when he... Uh, he does his comedy. Um, we have a uh, Impact X division, the Cruiserweight uh, division, Willie Mack and Chris Bay. Not a clue. Here we go. Uh, the Impact Willie X- Mack. Hang on, go up. Yes, go ahead. Isn't that a uh, no? That name rang a bell for some reason. Okay. Um, I don't know why I thought that was a football player. I've not. A, uh, uh, no. I don't know. No. Um, I'm trying to move past this because most of these cards I do not care about. Uh, in fact, uh, the Knockouts Championship match with uh, the aforementioned Jordan Grace uh, taking on former NXT uh, superstar Deanna Perrazzo. Um, so we found out where she a- ended up after all the uh, the the tax day axings of Black Wednesday. Ah, it was good alliteration by you there. I like that. Um, <laughs> speaking of old, geez, Tommy Dreamer. Still a thing. Uh, Wyo's own Tommy Dreamer uh, taking on Moose in the revived, not recognized by Impact Wrestling TNA World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, not recognized, but they will be fighting for the title. Uh, they will be fighting for it, uh, for a title that doesn't really count for anything. But he brought it back. Moose, long story short, with this this whole scenario, Tessa Blanchard was a champion. She pieced out on the company. Um and she had the title, so basically Moose brought back the old TNA title. Um, and then now they're having, with that match, which doesn't really count, they have a match that apparently does count. So for the vacant Impact World Championship, it's a uh, four-way elimination match with uh, uh, Eddie Edwards. Um, you know, the only person I, I really recognize uh, from Impact TNA. Ace Did Austin. Did not recognize anybody, any one of them. Ace Austin, Trey, and then the mystery opponent who they have here. So I don't really care about the three of them so much as I care about who that fourth person is. And assuming that it's a former WWE superstar. Yes, um, Mr. Carter the Third. You're saying it's EC3? That's my prediction. I, I, my prediction, 1,000% is You know EC3. what? I'm actually going to agree with you. <laughs> this time I'm going to agree with you. Um, EC3 has is, been is fired. and and He needs to go home. He's going home, <laughs> EC3 tonight uh, at Slammiversary, and that is your card. EC, that is that is TNA talk. And we, that's probably our last time for 2020. Um, but knowing this year, we'll probably talk about. Yeah, it. we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about TNA once a year. That's I'm that's sure, a solid. I mean, let me take that back. We'll probably talk about it next week when it's it's EC3, and we can just you know 
talk about yeah. it. Like when it's like big news, like when Tessa Blanchard wins the championship or EC3 returns to TNA, that's when we'll talk about it at any other time. And uh, we actually almost, I don't know if you were ever going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up now. Sure. Um, Gallows and Anderson will be appearing at Slammiversary tonight because they put out a teaser saying that they will be appearing. So I'm assuming it will be probably for whoever wins that uh, Impact Tag Title match. What is it? The Impact Tag Titles or the TNA Titles? <laughs> it's the... What is, the what is it? The Impact Tag Team Champion. Ah, Impact Tag Team Championship. So okay. TNA's yeah, out. Yeah. TNA is, is done. And now it's Impact Wrestling. I'm going to say that uh, Sammy Callahan and uh, Ken Shamrock are going to take it. Take the belts. And then, uh, nice. what you call it, it's going to come in and beat the crap out of them. Gallows and Anderson. Or they form a new Aces and Eights with uh, Sammy Callahan. Okay. Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad. Uh, I was going to discuss that, and I was also going to discuss uh, a couple things with Gallows and, 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 and Anderson uh, because of only because that they're rumored to be there tonight at Slammiversary. Um we had talked about, let's see here, uh, two, well, two things, yes. Yeah. So, Gals and Anderson sw- uh, switching over to Impact Wrestling. Two stories on them. Um, it is being reported that uh, the Good Brothers um, are, are telling everybody and anybody that will listen about their face-to-face uh, talk with Vince McMahon and how um, they basically took ideas from them and then created it, and he basically used it for his own and uh, took credit for it uh quoted as saying uh this is uh, carl anderson uh quote people were like you should have gone to vince vince's office about it vince doesn't want to see people in his office he doesn't want in his office he's just gonna get fucking annoyed you know you know he wants aj there because he wants to do something with aj does he want fucking carl and gallows in there saying do something with us fuck no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that was uh, out of the out of the mouth of uh, Mr. Anderson. Um, yeah, uh, basically not being able to to say what they want as far as like ideas with uh, McMahon. And then the other story out is that uh, Gallows and Anderson basically calling uh, uh, Heyman a liar, um, basically because it was uh, Heyman's fault that they were released. And so uh, when AJ confronted him, uh, Paul Heyman which is why he's not a huge fan of him. Um, he said, uh, quote, I'm trying to find the quote here. Basically, uh, paraphrasing, it, it wasn't my, my doing uh, that they were released. Um, but according to everybody else and uh, AJ, it was. Um, so they, they later found out that it was uh, Taman's fault um, that the, the tag team were, were uh, released. That's a shame. Because I didn't, uh, I thought that Paul Heyman was at least pushing for them backstage a little bit, mm. but uh, that's just ridiculous. But we'll see, I guess, what, what they turn their careers into. Here's here's the quote: uh, The former Raw Tag Team Champions confirmed that this incident led to AJ Styles moving to SmackDown. Uh, they also had AJ's permission to speak about this freely and bury Heyman, which they did by calling him. A quote, fucking liar. And here's, here's the actual quote. I have permission to speak freely on this. And he said, fucking bury Paul and tell the truth about him. That's why he said <laughs> he couldn't work with him and that he had to be moved because Paul's a fucking liar. It doesn't matter that he lied to us. For his friends, yes. But probably career-wise, he can't trust the guy either if you're AJ still in that spot and if you don't want to work with a guy that you know is a fucking liar. Damn. Damn. 
He went full punk on them. God he's, he's, damn. He said, go for it. AJ said, release release the hounds. Release the Kraken. Yeah. Jesus. That was, that was some shit. So that's some crazy shit. That's, and now he's gone. So that that's like uh, a friend of mine used to be the athletic director of um, uh, and, and my friend, our friend Rob knows this person very well, um, was the athletic director for this high school in Yonkers, was fired. It was a Catholic school, fired by the uh, person heading it, who was the, a, the, the pastor there at the time. He was then let go after all that. So basically like three or four months after he let her go, he was let go because of other things that he was doing. Um, Damn. Yeah. And so basically she left this awesome job because he didn't want her there and then she, he got released. Uh, I, it's the same thing. Like basically you just you just got screwed over by, by uh, Heyman. Um, and then he pieced Congratulations. Out. You played yourself, played kind yourself. of. <laughs> he played – yeah, well, I guess he played himself. But not that he cares. He's still in the company. Um, yeah. Just crazy, 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 crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, moving on. That's nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Uh, what else do we have here? We had – uh, oh, we have a spoiler. If you want to hear it, <sighs> fuck it, go. Whatever. I mean, it's it, it was for uh, for tomorrow's. Um, uh, where to go? Tomorrow's. Does it entitle uh, somebody getting uh, eaten by an alligator? So, <laughs> uh, it's 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 involving the swap match between Wyatt and uh, Strowman. Um. It said, it said to record or to, to tape it. It's a match took about seven hours to shoot. Did multiple takes and got different angles for the cinematic match. Uh, were able to edit it down. Post-production wanted to make sure that they had options. It's reported the six or seven hour of shooting will be cut down to a match about 20 to 30 minutes in length. Uh, there were also several reptiles around, including an alligator and a snake. Yes. And the finish of the match will be something like Jason from Friday the 13th. Someone will get taken away or disappear. This is not for the title, correct? Uh, I thought no, I guess not. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Okay, I thought it was. It's not. You're right. Um, and if it is, it's a last minute thing. But that being said, I think Bray Wyatt is going to lose this match uh, for the simple fact of okay. that you can have a character like this Bray Wyatt. Mm get taken away or disappear well it's, it says on, on the it goes on to say it's reported that the person that's going to disappear will come back later to continue the feud it sounds like uh it could be a very interesting match um and then ringside news exclusive reported uh, plans for a three match wyatt and Strowman program so this is two or three um there are okay plans, so plans to further explore bray wyatt's diverse multiple personalities so, yeah that's exactly where i thought it was going mm. so they could you listen i'll say this if Braun loses the title, mm-hmm. oh no, it's not even for the title. No. If Braun uh, loses the match, mm-hmm. I think he might be a little injured. Something that he just needs like a week or two right. to get right. Okay. And then they continue with the feud. I don't know. I'm just okay. spitballing, really. I'm good with that. Sounds I guess we'll find out on Sunday. We'll find out tomorrow. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, you got anything else? Uh, outside the ring, I had, I think, a couple things. Oh, Kevin Owens is the one that is being uh, given the credit for uh, going to Vince McMahon and asking him to enforce the mask rule. I thought we discussed that uh, last week. Did we discuss that? I think we might have said something about it. 
All right. Well, I had that on there. Mm. Uh, quick friendly yes, we reminder. Did. We did because I we they said that he was threatening to leave, and that uh, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's my bad. Uh, quick friendly reminder: John Cena's rap album did go platinum. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> It's, it's fucking hilarious. I was not expecting that uh, to be the result. <laughs> yeah, right? Look at him. And up, uh, oh, speaking of Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. Wednesday marked the one year anniversary that the Bray Wyatt took, that, that Bray, the fiend Bray Wyatt took out the man from Bray, Finn Balor. Okay. And that was it. That's everything a, I got. It's been a year. Wow. A year already of that. Lord. Time flies. And then this year. Yeah, I wish. I Time wish flies when you never lost the title, was, right? Yeah, right. We don't talk about that. No. Shh. I wish. Uh, I'm just putting this out there, non wrestling related. I wish I knew at the end of last year what we were turning the corner for. <laughs> I wish, like, in, in New Year's Day, I was like, oh, Lord. I, it was like an alternate timeline that I could just somehow figure out how to get information to somebody and say, listen, some, some asshole is going to eat a bat over there. Stop him, <laughs> or or cut off flights for at least a good month. Uh, this is like this is like turning turning into a corner at Talladega, and then all of a sudden you see no more road, mm. and it's just like, hey, you're going 800 miles an hour. You got to keep going, but there ain't no more road, so figure it out. Uh, just that's right. Where uh, we're going, we don't need roads. We don't need roads. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we don't need roads because we're stuck inside. We can't drive. Um, all right. Let's go into uh, into the wrestling week. Um, Yo, how truthful was that part of Back to the Future? Which part? When he goes to the future, uh-huh. they don't need roads because we're all just trapped inside. We're all just trapped inside, yes. Yeah, except now, it would, I mean, even then, it was like if it was flying cars, we'd just be having accidents in the sky, and then we'd just fall into the ground. Fun stuff. Monday Night Raw. Um, not much else of anything other than um, the only thing I'm going to talk about, a couple things, is... Uh, Ruby Riot taking on the Iconics with a mystery tag team partner, and that is the return of Bianca Belair. Uh, and B- Belair and Riot take out the Iconics, and then the return of they, they had this whole program with uh, with uh, uh, R Truth and Akira Tozawa just to set up for Shayna Baszler to come out. Um, and they were all scared of her, and they and she basically said, "I'm just going to kick everybody's ass." <laughs> why didn't she win the 24/7 title? She should have went after it. She should have. Why? Why not? I really thought that's that w- that's what that was going for. Um, so she's back, and uh, this this is all playing to apparently we between the like, the karaoke the the terrific karaoke segment from last week, and then the return of these women this week, uh, looking for some sort of evolution uh, return. As far as the pay per view goes, and I hope it's better than the last one. Um, we had Alistair Black and Murphy uh, take on each other to a, a DQ. They they fought exactly two hundred and seventy four times. This is their two seventy fourth match. Two hundred seventy fourth match. Uh, Kevin Owens from that match, the previous match. Kevin Owens taking on Seth Rollins in a like just out of nowhere uh, pay per view esque uh, rematch uh, <laughs> rematch from uh, WrestleMania with these two. Um, and it was basically uh, uh, Murphy was out of the picture, so everybody was outside the ring with Mysterio and and Dominic and Black, um, basically just present going after ha, huh? basically <laughs> going after uh, Rollins, and Rollins uh, 
get, gets the uh, the stunner, and Owens take, picks up the win. Uh, Orton destroys our truth in like a second. Um, Big Show is then challenged by Orton to an unsanctioned match. Uh, it's a different name for uh, Noel Dolge Bard. I love when they do that. Um, Lashley destroying Ricochet. And then, oh, wait, hold on. Well, hold up, wait a minute. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I like the booty. Oh, what a booty. You know what? I like the booty because it, even in the photo on WWE, it's two booties in Bailey's face. And it's just, it's glorious. Um, Sasha it's Banks. It's not even the top two booties in Bailey's face. It's not. It's really not. But, it, <laughs> but there are booties. Uh, a beautiful booty indeed. Sasha Banks and Bailey taking out the, the Kabuki Warriors. Um, uh, I give credit to Kyrie Sane for not only having a not having a concussion anymore. Thanks, Nia Jax. Um, that she can not actually not having a huge gash in her head either. Gash in her head. Thanks, Nia Jax. She is a she's a really good wrestler, and uh, her and Sasha Banks I'm having a better appreciation for. So if they can ha keep having these matches and keep having Kyrie Sane out there, please do it as long as you don't bust her head open. Uh, and that is hell my, yeah. That is my uh, booty talk. Booty talk. Thank you. Booty talk. <laughs> I love it in the booty. All right. <laughs> it's Monday Night Raw. Let's go into uh, until Wednesday here. I want to talk about, uh, let's do NXT first. Because um, we had another, uh, uh, <laughs> for three weeks in a row, another pay-per-view uh, going on in AEW. Um, so NXT. Yes. Started off. You had said on when we talk about SmackDown, there was a viral f uh, video that was out there, and it was this match, and the the match just started the night off, which was Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes. And for anybody that doesn't know, when uh, when matches finish, the referee will go over to each wrestler and make sure that they're okay, and then they'll you know while on their back be like, yeah, I'm okay, or yeah, no, yeah, you know, um, and then normally when they person does their finishing move and then pins that person the person that's being pinned will pinch the person that's pinning them to make sure to yeah. know them that everything's good pinch I, or tap yes yeah mm -hmm. this week you had you had mentioned that there was this video that was viral and it was for this match and i proceeded to watch the match and i didn't know i didn't see anything that was weird i was like okay the match happened match ended he's they're they're cutting a promo at the end that's it they're done and it moved on to the next segment. And I, I immediately texted you and said, what's going on? And then you posted on my Facebook wall, what happened? Please tell the people exactly what uh, what you had showed me during this match. So what had happened is you can't really see it while, like, at the, the true end of the match. But when they go back onto the replay, when Cameron Grimes is being pinned, he kind of, like, it, he fingered his gooch. <laughs> I couldn't have put it any better myself. <laughs> that's that's the best way that I could put he it. The man fingered another man's gooch. Uh, I don't know if it was on purpose or it, I, I, I'm gonna assume it was on purpose, I mean, just not purposefully in that spot. Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yes. I mean, that was his hand was free. That free. That hand was free. To... Holy shit! It was hilarious. <laughs> it was basically just yeah. He fingered his gooch. He he pinched him in his in his taint to tell him to tell uh, priest. Grimes pinched Priest in the gooch taint to tell him that he was okay, and it's on camera. And then I went back, when you posted it on my Facebook, I went back to actually watch it on TV, and sure enough, there's a yeah, you nice, see all of it. nice little pinchy, pinchy gooch booty taints pinch. And I get it. Like, I get the whole reasoning why they would do something like that. Mm. But maybe 
just maybe, maybe not right around his butthole. It was just all up in there. All up in there. All up, all in, up in you. All up in that butthole. Um, that's enough butthole talk. So next up, uh, and Priest took the win on that one. Um, uh, I didn't even. I don't think I've ever even heard of Indy Hartwell uh, taking on Shotzi Blackheart, and Indy Hartwell won with, thanks to uh, the Robert Stone brand. Um, I've I have heard of her. Okay. Uh, just because of, I think she's roommates with uh, Simone Johnson. Oh really? Like in real life, I think they're roommates. Gotcha. And um, uh, there was another one with them too. I forgot who. Another Australian guy. Oh, Brandon Vink. Okay. I think they all like know each other, hang out together, stuff like that. But sure. then there was uh, she had she had a couple matches. Indy Hartwell. I think she was on Raw too. Was she? Yeah, oh. like one of those jobber matches or some shit. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I I, I feel like we're we're expanding the the Robert Stone brand with every D list wrestler that we can possibly get. And I'm okay uh, with that, man. I'm, I'm okay with four. him. I like him actually. It's very funny. Yeah, absolutely. Four <laughs> lefts. Uh, uh, three. What is it? Four lefts. Three. Four three. Lefts right. Three wrongs don't make a right, but three <laughs> rights make a left. Rights make a left. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Wise words. Um, and then we had uh halfway through, which I thought was the the actual main event. Um. We had a, yeah, I didn't get that either. Why they put this in the middle? Um, the NXT and North American champion Keith Lee taking on Dominic Dijakovic. Um, the the I, I feel like Dijakovic. Uh, I, I'm probably speaking out of, out of turn and out of school with this match. I enjoyed this match thoroughly. I feel like he dominated him more so now as champion than he did in like those triple, the trifecta matches that he had the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so it, the the champion uh, the crown gets gets put on and you get like plus fifty level in in uh, in strength. Um, so uh, Keith Lee retains against Dominic, and then uh, the lights go out and we see Scarlet's come out with the the broken hourglass. She's so hot. I just she's gorgeous. <laughs> love her. <laughs> love her so much. Also, uh, did yeah. you notice them pumping sound? I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. Um, I I could have been wrong. Mm -hmm. I could have. Don't get me wrong. It, it's a possibility. It happens. Okay. But it was just something that didn't sound right. It sounded like there were a lot more cheering that there was supposed to be. Hmm. Okay. It was weird. I'm gonna check it out next time. I know they have uh, they have people that are, are like all around. Uh, oh. Yeah, like I get it. They they bang on the glass and everything, but mm. it sounded like a crowd of people, mm. like cheering and clapping. And I was like, okay, I get it, but it's not that good. A, uh, <laughs> it's not that good a match. <laughs> you didn't ha you didn't have it in front of eighty thousand people, my right. dude. Come on. <laughs> Barely had it in front of eighty. Um, all right. Yeah, <laughs> really had it in front of eighteen. Eighteen people, and they were all masked and banging on glass. Uh, we had Thatcher, uh, Timothy Th Thatcher in action, and then uh, the the main event. Uh, was the for the NXT Women's Championship with uh, Io Shirai and Tegan Knox, um, the girl with the shiniest wizard, the shiniest wizard, and the wizardess that is shining. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm always impressed with Io Shirai. I, I I love her physically and wrestling. Um, I feel like she's gonna break somebody's nose with that. Uh, wrestling, that's a word. That's a new word. I just made it up. She's gonna break somebody's nose with that that moonsault. 
<laughs> I feel like she almost she almost did it with uh, with Rhea Ripley. Um, she may break her own nose. <laughs> she is uh, not caring about her body, and I enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, uh, baby mama. Um, all right, that is NXT. Thank you, Io Shirai. Thank you, Io Shirai, for your service. Uh, AE Dubs. Uh, we had the AEW uh, started things off with a uh, fight for the fallen. Um, I did not, you know what? I wasn't even aware until a couple weeks ago that when they were doing this fight for the fallen, that it was a pay per view to raise funds for a cause. I didn't know that was the thing. I, I, I wasn't aware. You don't remember last year's fight for the fallen? I barely remember it. No. Last year's fight for the fallen, it it. it sticks in my memory because at the end it was back when Kenny was still doing his whole shtick like the cleaner mm-hmm. he was like I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and goodbye mwah, and good night bang but he didn't do it mm. because they were at a pay-per-view raising money for gun violence <laughs> <laughs> so he went like uh, good night and goodbye Boom. Boom. I don't know what he said. It was some corny shit. It was some real, real corny shit. Wow. It, it wasn't. I mean, I, I, it's, it, just, it's ironic. It makes sense. It makes sense, it, it, but it it's like. Sense. It's ironic, but it does make sense. <laughs> just like, don't do it then. Which he didn't. No, he didn't this time. Thank God. Yeah. Because that whole stick is over. I think it's, yeah, I think it's done. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen it it's do done. that in a while. Um, no. So, Fight for the Fall and kicking things off with uh, uh, the TNA Championship and Cody. Uh, against Sonny Kiss and Sonny Kiss having the longest intro in the history of mankind. I just was like with the cheerleaders, so the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders. Not that I minded seeing the cheerleaders. It was just it. It, yeah. it was it was a very long. I, Undertaker has had shorter intros. <laughs> like they had a whole dance routine that took like like a minute. That's a long yeah. ass time. That's an eternity for an entrance. <laughs> like when you just and the ramp is only like what. 30 feet long <laughs> like it's not that far barely that thing looks like 15 feet from from the freaking <laughs> jumbotron to the ring ropes it's just it's a long ass intro for the, all that and uh but but i will say even with all that going on he delivered he is a very athletic uh i was going to say acrobatic um I want to ask that's a, you. That's a that's a solid word to describe. I was, him. Which is why I was going to say I was going to ask you the word acrobatic. Does that apply to a wrestler? And if it does, is that wrestling? Okay. Uh, yes. Because we talk about AEW is is very is much more than WWE as far as above give you, above the rope. I'll give you three acrobatic wrestlers right now in AEW. Okay. Ray Phoenix, Nick Jackson, and Jungle Boy. Yes, yes. Those yes, are yes. three acrobatic wrestlers. I'll give you Mark Quinn also, yes. Mark Quinn also. Yeah. You also have uh, Ricochet. Yes. Cedric Alexander. Okay. Those are acrobatic type wrestlers. Right. So I would agree with you. It, it's, uh, it's like a square and a rectangle. Yeah. You can be acrobatic and be a wrestler, mm-hmm. but if you're going to be a wrestler, you can't just be acrobatic, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Um, okay, fair enough. Uh, the thought is there. It's just mesh in my head right now. I just feel like it's it's um, like all, all the moves that that Sunny Kiss did were just it, everything was above the rope. It's uh, top rope uh, bouncing off the top, so, something above the, the the ropes. Not that I mind it because again, 
even this week when uh, uh, Young Bucks were in the ring and they they had a, they did another thing with Lucha Bros that we'll talk about um, all above the, the the ring rope uh, on the top and so yeah. it's it's that, that's where they live and that's that's all good. Um, I just feel I do have one thing from that match though. Yeah, sure. Did that seem to be like uh, maybe the, the beginnings of a heel heel Cody? Uh, I didn't feel it so much from him. I felt it a lot from, uh, from, uh, 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 Kenny Omega. Oh yeah. Like no, he's, he's that, definitely that's turning, true. Which I wasn't, I was kind of surprised. Like maybe, uh, this is what I, by the way, and, and we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to that, that match. I feel it from him. I don't feel it so much from Cody. I feel like he, he threw that out there. I feel like with that match, he threw it out there to kind of even the score with Sonny Kiss to make it more believable that he's off his game, he's kind of out of it, and Arn Arn Anderson the entire time outside the ring was kind of snapping him back into like cut the shit, let's go, and so yeah. I feel like that was the reasoning why uh, it was kind of more equal than it really should have been. And I feel like they're also implanting uh, Tully in the crowd at specific times. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, and the Tully, the Tully Blanchard uh, sightings like refer several times. <laughs> they was, yeah, they weren't like so. They Tully, Tully Blanchard only seems to be worried about let's say the TNT Championship and whatever's going on with that fucking '58 pickup truck. Yeah. So yeah, right, right. So. And uh, that's it. He doesn't worry about uh, anybody else. You get a Tully Blanchard versus Arn Anderson kind of uh, scenario here, where he's trying to take his talent. Imagine know. Cody. I'm taking my talents to <laughs> South Beach <laughs> to Tully. Taking my talent, <laughs> my talents to Tully. Um, next up, we had the uh, we had FTR versus Lucha Bros um, in, in a clash of styles <laughs> in, a, in a match, and they they had mentioned it uh, during the broadcast that uh, FTR Ain't that the truth is just like punch and kick, <laughs> and Lucha Bros above the rope. Um, and, and, and you know what? And they worked. They they worked it out very well to the point where it was just they they combined both. And not only did they combine both, but there were moments where they, uh, uh, Cash and uh, Pentagon were going blow for blow and like really like knocking each other. Like it was stiff. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the the good thing about it is that Dax and Cash are of a completely completely separate style of wrestling mm-hmm. but pentagon has those styles of wrestling in his repertoire yeah yeah and ray phoenix is just the complete opposite mm. so that's how you that's why i think this match was so fucking good mm. was because you had pentagon as kind of like that bridge that's why i think they work so well with the butcher and the blade because the butcher is the same type of wrestler that they are All right but the blade brings that high flying thing, and and that's who FTR works with the best. I also do want to see FTR go for the AEW World Titles, and every letter of the alphabet in between. <laughs> every initial that they have in AEW, FTR, ABC, CBD, easy as one, two, three. Um, the Le Champion coming out with Jake Hager and Santana and Ortiz. Uh, he pulled a a whole segment here, calling himself. He said, quote, I'm the king of the ratings, man. I'm the demo god. <laughs> uh, good for Jericho. Coming much up, coming up much with that respect line. on that. Coming up with that line. Um, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, Orange Cassidy comes out from the uh, the stands, and he, he proceeded to tell him. To, the fu- I think my, my funniest moment of the night was, uh, uh, get out of my arena. Uh, what was it? Uh, something about... Uh, 
get your shit out of my arena, or something like that. And uh, Excalibur, <laughs> Excalibur and Jim Ross. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's that's unnecessary. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Cassidy with the the lazy thumb up to go thumbs down, and the according to Excalibur, he said hundreds, maybe thousands of gallons. I was like, all right, take it easy, buddy. Hundreds of yeah, gallons. Exactly. Of, of shut up, Excalibur. Shut up, Excalibur. <laughs> you know I like you, but geez, relax. Um, the the hundreds of gallons of uh, buckets of orange juice pouring all over, uh, all over their heads, Jericho and Cruz head. We forgot to mention the, I guess, somewhat controversial finish to that last match. Uh, okay. So oh, with when Lucha Brothers and uh, FTR. Yeah, when Dax took off the mask. Oh yeah! Oh my God! I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Yeah, such a he- such a heelish way to win. It was it was so it was so good. I think that is like the way that it had to go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you have two two teams that are not putting anybody else over unless it's for a good reason. That was a re- that was a good reason. Like I that, I don't think it's, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, not in AEW. I've seen it before. Like in, in oh the, yeah, WCW. It's happened before, but ne- never in because they had no respect for for anybody. But um, AEW has never happened. So for for uh, Phoenix to actually agree to that is huge in, in and of itself. And so, yeah, I think it was Cash pulled off the... Uh, uh, Dax, Dax, I think. Dax yeah. pulled, pulled off the mask, and he, he's covering his face. He went for the pin, and then Phoenix like had to retreat outside the ring to cover his face. Um, Why does yeah. every wrestler, every luchador in a mask look like Rey Mysterio when they take off their mask? It's, it's Someone explain that to me. Everyone. It's uncanny. It really is. They're bald. They're bald. They're bald. They're they're shorter than their their other counterparts. And yeah, and they they have like the same body build. It's amazing. I feel I feel duped now thinking that Alejo del Fantasma was gonna keep that thing on the whole time. He had a full head of hair. Head I was like, hair. there's no way he's keeping this on. Yeah, that's why. That's maybe that's why he doesn't wear a mask. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he wasn't bald. Uh, um, so then going back to uh, to the inner circle getting doused and the, the my my hysterical moment came when Ortiz they they all got doused Ortiz is just basically swimming in the in the ring and it was the, he's drowning he's drowning uh <laughs> pretending to be like Vince McMahon in in a a a, a quarter of an inch of orange juice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and even Jericho was like bro get the fuck up he's man like, <laughs> get up he said he said and I quote get up you idiot <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get up, you idiot! Uh, it was just it was just a very funny moment, and then and then Jericho asked for a towel, and he gets a Orange Cassidy towel. Just, uh, just it was the just, best. The, it was the cherry on top. Just brilliant, like like uh, uh, showing of your hand, and then the the reveal, like what he did with um, when he had the list of Jericho, and and Owens turned on him, and he had the list of Owens on the pad, like that sort that sort of thing, where he looks and turns it around, and he's like, oh, get the hell out of here. Um, and then he the took lexicon, over. the lexicon. That was the other one, the lexicon, the lexicon. of yeah, uh, Jericho. Um, and then he went over to the the announcer table to take over for Taz, who was initially on the table, um, doused in orange juice and uh, been yelling at Excalibur and Excalibur, just saying that uh, you know what, you know what they they want replays. <laughs> he just kept replaying the moment over and over again. Excalibur <laughs> was very funny uh, playing the uh, the comedy role there. Um, Okay, and then next up here we had the elites against the Jurassic Express, and uh, the aforementioned Kenny Omega, um, with a with a weird not weird but uh, you see where his his hand is going, <laughs> as far as his character, by the end mm-hmm. of this, by the end of this match, um, I, I don't know, and every time I watch it, I, I I continue to say God bless him, but I don't believe it 
not in the least bit, anytime, anywhere that Marco Stunt wrestles. <laughs> oh, I was also about to say, no, I also don't believe that Luchasaurus is 65 million years old. I, <laughs> I don't believe that either, but even more so than that <laughs> is I don't believe that Marco Stunt at five feet and what is he, 5'4", five, 5'2"? Five, I would say he's... Gotta be like 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, yeah, let's say five. Weighing at least at what? Like, years old. He's five years he's old. Five years old. He's weighing at what? 130, 140? I mean, I say 150 soaking wet, probably. Good God. Like, it's just, it's it's weird seeing him, like, in the beginning of the match going up against uh, Omega and, like, Omega going in. Like, he reversed him and then basically just, like, following the moves up, or, like, going in for the Hurricane and, and doing the flip and, like, all the, all the textbook kind of moves. Um, I had watched that, that fucking match Kenny Omega had with that blow up doll. Do you ever see that? No. Yeah, so in Japan, Kenny Omega wrestled a match against the blow up doll. Okay. <laughs> Put the blow up doll over pretty no, no, well. Oh, yes. No, okay. I thought you were talking about. Uh, I don't remember that one. I remember the girl, the little girl that he put over, like insane. No, well. not the little girl. The he blow, put up over a blow up doll. <laughs> he put up. He put over a blow up doll. Only uh, look it up. If anybody, if anybody gets a chance, look up Kenny Omega oh, wrestles wrestles doll. Oh, Japan. It'll come up. Oh, Japan. And it was hilarious I, 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 but the I, funniest thing was the yeah. entire time in the beginning of the match when kenny still had his uh, shirt on yeah and jericho was like you see he's not even taking his shirt off he doesn't even respect him i just thought in the back of my head i was like yo kenny omega had no shirt for that blow-up doll match <laughs> that means he respected <laughs> the blow-up doll more than he respected marco how the fuck does that how happen? does that happen and yeah so I, I i do remember the match that he had with like she was like what nine ten <laughs> this little girl um and doing like all the and it was not riho and it was not Riho, and it was also the same exact move set that Marco Sun has, and did it just as well. <laughs> and so I'm not, I'm not. It's almost like they watched that match together, together, and then said, "You know what? Do exactly everything that she did." Um, I'm All not, I'm saying is, you never seen that young Asian girl and Marco Stunt in the same place at the same time. Conspiracy theory. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not taking away anything away from Marco. Um, it's just. It, it's un, unreal and unbelievable to me that a guy that is six two, six three, is going to take a slam or get kicked by a guy that's 5-1. I, it's, it's hilarious. That's right. what everybody said about Rey Mysterio, though, if you really think about it. This is true. This is true. Because wrestling. Um, exactly. And then Rey Mysterio was world heavyweight champion. Don't forget. This, this, Never forget. This is very true. Um, yeah, he was he was way over. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we came come to the end of the match here. They had Well, for, before we get to the end of the match, Hangman Adam Page is, is in the bar uh, drinking backstage. While this is all going on, not being part of the elite, um, there was—he's not part of the elite. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. All right. Remember, technically, he said he wasn't part of the elite anymore. He did say that. Um, there was a uh, part of the match where uh, they went outside the ring. Uh, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy got uh, knocked outside the ring. They ended up throwing Marco Stunt onto Luchasaurus, and then. Somehow, some way, Luchasaurus or Nick Jackson was running. Okay, I, I got it. I'll, Omega I'll take it over from with here. this and that, and then yeah, go ahead. I'll take it over. So, Luchasaurus threw through Marco Stunt into Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy then propped up Marco Stunt onto Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus swung Marco onto one of the Jacksons, and then Jungle Boy came and like pushed Marco's legs to then start a swinging DDT. So he basically and it was 
it was crazy. He he catapulted stunts onto Jackson's back. That was yeah. on the, on right on the other side of the the rope, and uh-huh. did yeah, and did a like a, a power bomb kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very impressive. Um, that I could believe. <laughs> that I could see. I could see him doing that, and they 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 sold it very well. Um, they were listen. That that team is fucking awesome. Which one? Whoever decided to put Luchasaur, uh, 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 Jurassic Dr- Express. Express. Okay. Uh, whoever decided to put them together, genius, <laughs> genius. I don't uh, know how Marco Stunt gets put into all of it. Is he also maybe because he's just also a freak? Hmm. And that's how they do it. Who knows? Who knows? I bet one of the original names for that thing was Freak Show. It's a very weird group, but it it works. <laughs> it, it works. It works well. It really does. So by the end of the match, uh, Kenny uh, gives the the V trigger to uh, Luchasaurus uh, and Marco, um, and then ends up uh, giving Marco the one winged angel uh, for the win. And then Kenny decides to uh, make sure that Marco's okay, and then starts to pummel Marco to the point where he has to get pulled off, and uh, the young bucks do their fake. What are you doing? What's going on? What's wrong with you? Uh, for the next, yep. next five minutes, um, yeah. So we're starting to see uh, an Omega shift here uh, in in uh, personality. Uh, for I, I bet they're going to make it seem like it's it's Hangman. They're going to try to get what's his face to go against Hangman. I feel like it's like Hangman. You hang- know what I mean? Okay. I was going to say I think like I, Kenny I like is going to go against Hangman. Okay. I was going to say I feel like Hangman would would kind of appreciate that, and they'd be like a heel tag team. I think the tag team has run its course. They've been tag team champions for a very long I, time. I I get it. I, I get it. I just it's Hangman Adam Page is not like he's not he's like in the middle. Like he's neutral. <laughs> it just seems like he's not a heel. He's not a face. Um, See, that's what that that's what I I think it's the opposite. And I think like the AEW higher ups think it's the opposite too. Okay. Hangman is the one that's more of the heel who hasn't really gone full heel yet. Mm-hmm. And Omega is the one in the middle between Hangman, the heel, and the rest of the elite, the baby faces. So let me say that he's in, in the middle. He doesn't wrestle heels. I mean faces. He only wrestles heels. So if Omega turns, then he's only going to wrestle faces. That's why I say like he's somewhere down the middle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like I, you're right. I feel like the 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 titles. It's been yeah, hundred and some odd days that they've been champions. Um, a while, and I say some odd, like thirty, forty. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, the, re- the debut of the Nightmare Sisters, <laughs> Brandy Rhodes and Allie. I didn't know this was a thing the, until I the saw the dynamite this, debut. The dynamite debut, right? Uh, right of of uh, the Nightmare Sisters. I did not know this was a thing that actually happened in Dark, but she loves. They love that nightmare uh, motif, <laughs> so they're they're using it with this name. Um, and so while QT, I'm for it. I'm QT all for it. Is, I love it. Is mend- mending his uh, Rona. Is, uh, is, uh, yeah, how long is he going to have coronavirus for? Come on. It's, it's been like a month. Let's go. Come on, dude. Uh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> he took on uh, MJ Jenkins and Kenzie Page, my favorites. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. No idea who they are. I love their body of work. Um, <laughs> uh, Brandy Rhodes, uh, I, I remember that she's able to wrestle. I don't understand, though, this whole dynamic because I know Allie's supposed to be heel, but Rhodes is supposed to be face, and, uh, they came in not liking each other, and it, also Dustin Rose had no respect for Allie. But by the end of the match, apparently they were all friends and buddies. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to see another Nightmare Collective uh, scenario. I, I really don't like. If you're gonna go in, make sure it's good. 
it's not <laughs> it's a not. nightmare collective. It's it's the nightmare family. That's that's the difference. It's not I, a nightmare I, collective. They're I, not going to be it. like like what people think they have in nightmares. Okay. It is going to be more like uh, Allie is a new sister-in-law that nobody really likes just yet. If they were actually sensitive to, to the times now, they should call it uh, Ebony and Ivory. Someone would get angry. Really? So, people get angry about everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ebony. All right. Um, that would be hilarious, though. It really should. <laughs> Being accompanied by the natural Dustin Rhodes, Ebony and Ivory. Uh, one is black, one is white, just in case you didn't know. And uh, moving on. Um, let's <laughs> Thanks see. for the clarification I there, just, buddy. I just wanted to say, because, you know, some people don't watch. Uh, anyway. Uh, Here we go. I enjoy, My by the time way, to shine. <laughs> by the way, I enjoy Dash. I just want to say that right now. I'm, I'm putting her on the pedestal of uh, my favorite women in wrestling. Um, she can she can announce the phone book. I will watch her and listen to her all day, every day. Uh, she can announce my life. And, and I, I will listen. Nyla Rose has her her big announcement that she's saying that she will not say, but somebody else will. And I immediately gave you credit for calling this last week. Yes, put the hand up. Yes. Ah, <laughs> it feels good. I'm getting all the power from God right now. Called it, motherfuckers. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure he loves that. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and the power is taken away. Um, what, what did uh, you call like the it? end of this is the end? It's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. And wait, wait, Dropped and then dropped. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. No, uh, <laughs> no rapture for you. Um, what uh, What did you call last week, sir? So, I had given out two names as to who I think is going to be Nyla Rose's manager. Okay. One of them was Vicky Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who the other one was because Vicky Guerrero was right. I said Tully. You said Vicky. Um, I said somebody else. You too, somebody else, yeah. Um, yeah, Vicky, <laughs> Vicky comes out. Excuse me. Uh, and the they show. fucked up. Okay. Please. I don't know if anybody caught it, mm. but they started playing Vicky's music. They did. Before they played Nyla's. Did they? Yes. There was a little, you could hear the beat drop. Okay. Before you heard the excuse me. Mm. And then as soon as her music hit, I picked up on it. I was like, oh, they almost fucked it up. You may- Oh, shit. I didn't even notice that. All they right. almost fucked up big time. I got I to gotta go back and check that out. You imagine if that actually went through. Oh. Next scoop. Cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That would have been so bad. Oh, wow. <sighs> I don't know. You're working for Khan. You're fired. Yeah, no, I don't know. I was going to say, you're working for Khan. I don't know if he'll, he'll be so chop-worthy like McMahon is. Um, <laughs> chop-worthy. Uh, so Vicky, Vicky Guerrero is not Nyla Rose's new manager. Um, and then the main events for the initial championships, <laughs> AEW champion uh, John Moxley taking on FTW champion, the machine <laughs> Brian Cage, accompanied by Taz. Uh, I think those are the three letters that we've said the entire the entire AEW segment, right? AEW, FTR, and FTR? No, FTR, AEW, and FTW. Yep. I think that is every initial that we needed for this. And a- three of them. That's and, it. And AEW. I yeah. Said, I said that already. Yeah. AEW, FTW, FTR. That's it. All right. Yeah. People can understand <laughs> that, that out of the, the FBI. <laughs> people think FBI, NCIS, CSI. You can remember those. You can't remember FTR, FTW, and think, AEW. Okay. Jesus. You can just get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> there you go. Now that it's out of the way. That's uh, stuff. Uh, just John Moxley <laughs> versus Brian Cage. 
Um, he said that he was going to focus on the on the arm of Cage uh, since it was uh, repaired surgically and he was out for six months. Uh, and he went and he went at it. He went at it several times to the point where that's how. Oh this, boy, did he! That, that's how this match kind of like uh, limped limped into the finish. Yeah. Very, very. This uh, was a very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Use your words. A, a very dull ending. Okay. It didn't really have the pop that I think that everybody wanted. All right. Especially after the whole Rona. Mm. And it just, it didn't live up, is what I'm saying. It was just weird. Yeah, like, it was weird. Then, all this build up. First and, off, and it got, it got, there's never been one single throw in the towel in WWE that I can that I know of personally. Yeah. So at the end of the match, and, and now within a year and a half, AEW's hit two. The, the yeah, that's right. Um, the, so the end of this match, it was it was uh, Moxley had him in a it was like a, I don't know if it was an arm bar or. Uh, Try to see what else. Uh, what it wasn't else like there. the. It was kind of like uh, Timothy Thatcher's Fujiwara. He did. Bar. Yeah, he had a cross armbar on, on him, and uh, yeah, and he, he kept pulling back, and so he pushed back from the rope so that Cage couldn't grab it, and then Taz proceeds to take his orange towel and throw in the throw in the towel, figurative, yeah. figuratively and literally, um, to end the match, and then uh, so Moxley retains with a very weird ending, but then out of nowhere it gets it gets. Uh, did it go dark? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember. Yes. Went dark, and then the retu- it's the return of Darby Allen. Thank God. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, He's finally able to... Uh, not not play those stupid Not skate. Anymore. Yeah, he doesn't need to skate his way into a fucking him, wrestling promo. Jump into 100, 100 feet away from uh, foam. He's extreme. I still would have done that. Actually, probably not. I'm a little wuss sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could have done it. Honestly, I don't know if I could. I know there's foam down there. I don't know if I could have done it. I, I could have done it from a certain height, uh, maybe twenty feet, maybe twenty feet, mm-hmm. maybe a li- the. Uh, what did we say last week? I think thirty-three feet was an Olympic size uh, diving board. Thirty-three feet, yes. The high dive, yes. That I could probably do. Okay. But a hundred feet up, yeah. Straight to the back, uh, yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> um. That is your Wednesday, and then uh, let's talk about Friday really quick, uh, and then get into the card for tomorrow's uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, we had uh, Cesaro and Big E going at it, and the winner had uh, picked their stipulation for the tag team title match, uh, and Cesaro uh, won. So if I thought I wrote it down, and I don't have it, uh, what the stipulation that Cesaro picked? Tables. Uh, thank you. Thank you for remembering what the way... <laughs> The way that Nakamura said it, because it's right. It's literally right. It's the clip right there, and it says it right there too, doesn't it? Went on to choose a tables match. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I told you I'm illiterate. Um, no, it's, uh, it's all right. It doesn't it's, say that. It me, says no, went it says, on to choose their tables match. match. Let me, let me highlight it for you. <laughs> oh, I was, I was talking on the other side. That, that's on me. Oh, oh, no, I remember, the, I remember that. I just remember that. I, I don't remember exactly what he said. And then I'm looking at the screen, and it says tables match right there. I'm illiterate. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, the next, first step is admitting it, man. Uh, that's I, it. And I just did. Uh, the hardest working women in all of professional wrestling. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I, I think like they get the they booty. get paid by the uh, by the second. So their contracts are like you have to wrestle every single 
match ever that there is. Bailey yeah. and Sasha Banks taking on Asuka and Nikki Cross. I know that Asuka and Sasha Banks have been bu- building up this this match for Extreme Rules, but good God, it's been like a month. Um, <laughs> and let's just let's just get out of the way. Uh, even cross over to NXT when Asuka was there uh, with Io Shirai. Um, so they took on Asuka and the booby smacking Nikki Cross. Um, I'm telling you, I saw I saw you take a drink last night. It was pretty funny. You have to honor the game. You, anytime she smacks the boobs, you take a shot. Yeah, and it happens a lot, so you're gonna get drunk. Um, she's she, that's why you shouldn't take a shot. You should take a swig, if anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes yeah. her boobs. She she <laughs> she likes her boobs apparently as much as you love your alcohol, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I like. Um, yeah. uh, Bailey and Sasha take the win on this one, um, despite all the boobs smacking. Uh, we had uh, Braun Strowman. I don't know why I'm still talk- having the song playing while we're talking about Strowman. Uh, shut that off. Strowman taking on uh, John Morrison uh, and uh, just utterly destroying him uh, to the point where he was just like, he said, I, I'm going to destroy you. And he did. <laughs> I said I said this last night. Mm. John Morrison was a world heavyweight champion in every other promotion he's been to. He will never be that in WWE. Ever. Nah. Unless, never. Never. Not ever. unless The Miz gets it first and then they feud for it. Right, right. I gave so many different viable uh, storyline situations on this podcast between The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. You could have worked John Morrison right in that when when Daniel Bryan had to go away for some reason. Right, right. Yeah. Um, it, it's a shame, no, too. I, nobody obviously likes here, to listen to Joe. <laughs> obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a money move for him to be here, which was... Um, what I forgot to mention also when we were talking about Gallows and Anderson that they did get an offer I forgot to also mention this part of the story they did get an offer from AEW um, and they took uh, Impact because they offered more money and it caused a rift between Gallows and Anderson and Jericho yes Jericho Yeah, I heard about that that was uh, they're still going to show up in AEW absolutely, let's be completely yeah. absolutely. Yeah, give, it, give it a year or two <laughs> <laughs> three three out of four of their fucking EVPs are best friends with Gals and Anderson. Yeah, pretty give, much. Give it a year or two. Uh, it's, it seems like TNA is consistent of all the people that are just loyal to TNA or just can't seem to go anywhere else. Um, yeah. And you know what? Good. Good. Good on them. That's fine. Uh, it, it's At least you have some sort of loyalty where you are. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't see Gals and Anderson are too and, and, and this is this is gonna sound disrespectful. It just it is what it is. It's fact. They're too big for Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, they they yeah, at some point they need to switch over to, to AEW, and I'm sure they will. Um, so yeah, uh, you'll you'll see them pop up in New Japan, I think, before you see them pop up in AEW. Because if I'm not mistaken, Impact and, and New Japan have a working relationship. Mm. Uh, so okay. That could have been one of the reasons why they chose to sign with Impact over AEW. But I thought AEW had had uh, rights with uh, New Japan. That's why, like Riho, no. all those, all those. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think with anybody that came from New Japan, hmm. their contract legitimately expired. No, oh, okay. New Japan was working with ROH the last I remember. But then I, I when they first started, when Dynamite first started, and they had like the first pay per view that they what the Double or Nothing in in. Uh, 2019 um had all those uh asian female wrestlers that whole like beginning uh, like the, the pre-show mm. they came from new japan no i i couldn't i couldn't tell you yes or no okay. decisively no yeah. 
Fair enough. They could have. I don't know. But I, the last I remember hearing is that they are not close to a, a working relationship, the two of them. Okay. Um, Lacey Evans is now a heel uh, out of nowhere, and uh, she t- took on Yeah, her. speaking of booty, why don't you play it for Naomi? That's just such disrespect on your part. Uh, I mean, I guess I... Look at that booty. See? Show me Told the you. booty. Yeah. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Is that for Naomi or for Lacey Evans? No, for Naomi. If Back you have up. a wedge city drop, that would be for Lacey Evans. <laughs> I appreciate her often. You shut up. Um, I appreciate it too, just as much as Penelope Ford's. Don't yes, get me wrong. Wedge city. Uh, no Penelope Ford this week, by the way. I was very disappointed. I'm always disappointed. Nah, she's, yeah. not, she's not there. Um, so so now she's a heel, and she can beat people, and so she did. She beat Naomi. Uh, and then we had our main events, which AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle for the Intercontinental Championship uh uh, Barefoot City. Um, I would like to say that I want this to be something good for Matt Riddle being moved over to SmackDown. Ah. Is this going to be a, continue to be a thing where he's main eventing now since he's the new guy and he's respected, but he's just going to continue to lose? Okay, so so he had his moment. So I'm sorry, he had his moment, and now he'll be put back on like the the upper B-level pedestal with King Corbin? No. I think Matt Riddle is too good, and everybody knows that. Okay. Now, I brought this up to you, I think, before we started recording. The way that AJ Styles defeated Matt Riddle in this match Mm. was somewhat similar to the way that Matt Riddle defeated uh, Timothy Thatcher in NXT. Uh, the match before the cage fight. Right. That being said, Mm. the next match that Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher had, Thatcher won and ended the feud. My theory is that they needed to each exchange a win and a loss for to each other. AJ having the heelish type of win, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. And Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle legitimately pinned him last week. Last week, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So he legit pinned him. Yeah. So that's one for Matt. You got one for AJ. The next one will be, it should be at a pay-per-view. Which yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't have made it for Extreme Rules, unless they're doing something, you know, off the dome for Extreme Rules. See, so then if that's the case, I don't. if they wanted to do a trifecta with this storyline, then they could have, but they kind of... Unless they're going to involve Styles with Corbin also, uh, because he looks like he's about to be face. Um, I still think you just keep the AJ Styles, Matt Riddle storyline going and then get King Corbin in from there. Being like, who even said, you know, where did you even come from type thing? Right, right. Okay. It was a great clash of, uh, of wrestlers, though. Yeah. That was a good fucking wrestling match. Um, I, yeah, I can see them going going again and again. Oh, Styles and Riddle. I just I, again, I don't understand the the Corbin thing. I'm 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 so I'm so done with him. <laughs> here's 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 my hot take uh, for the day. I'm I'm done with him. It just it's it's like the same shtick over and over again, and it's old. And it got old quickly after for me. I'm speaking for me. It got quickly old after. Uh, King of the Ring, like it lasted for like a month or so, as as far as King Corbin goes, and then it just became the same thing over. It just became, I'm going to beat you up, I'm going to do my thing, you're going to lose, and then we get to a, a pay per view, I'm going to lose, 
and then do it again. We just repeat. It's rinse, cycle, repeat kind of thing with him. I'm just, yeah. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm over it. I think his problem was going, didn't he have that storyline with Roman? For uh, like forever, yes. Yeah, I think that was the problem. You you took too much into that storyline. There was too much put into that storyline. Right, that's a lot. Like in every iteration of kind of match you could find uh, between a, a Hell in a Cell or a, a cage match or a, a, a weapons match, whatever they could possibly throw at it to make it different, they did. And they McMahon, he he wrenched that thing till it was bone dry, um, and and it was way past its prime. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown, and now let's talk about tomorrow uh, and our card for tomorrow. So uh, we have, uh, let's see, three, six, seven matches for tomorrow. Um, and starting at 7 p.m. is uh, uh, Extreme Rules Horror Show. Uh, and I I love short pay-per-views. I, I love it. <laughs> Just get in, get the matches, get out. Um, so that's what we're going to do again. So uh, we have our SmackDown Tag Team Championship tables match with Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro against New Day. Who do you say, buddy? I say retain for the New Day. I, I think they, yeah. they, just, they just got it. I feel it's like it's way too soon and we're going to keep doing this number of like eight time, nine time. Like it, it, it needs to warrant having the loss and this is not the pay-per-view nor the team to do that. Yeah, I could see them retaining and then Shinsuke and Cesaro putting on a beatdown after the match. That's fine. I just, yeah, I, I could see that too. Um, U.S. Championship match, I got Apollo Crews against MVP. Who do you got? I'm going MVP. Are you? I am. Okay. I'm going MVP and then eventually Apollo Crews joins the stable. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was going to say Apollo Crews, and then he steals the, the new belt, which is what the reasoning for him it's switching over the belt. Are they doing this because it was the nine-year anniversary of the two WWE championships? It wasn't. And Money in the Bank? Was it? Was it Money in the Bank? It was recently. I know that. Okay. When, uh, no. was it Punk uh, Punk and Cena? Okay. When CM Punk returned was very recently. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. To today. Yeah. I don't. Know. I didn't know that was the, awesome. the exact date, but yeah. So they both had they both had the the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this match here, I think I'm probably looking forward to the most, just because of how ludicrous and idiotic it must be, or it's going to be. And I'm going to either cringe for real or cringe and then laugh because it's so horrible. But your eye for an eye match, <laughs> Rey Mysterio against Seth Rollins. Not to, not to mention the fact, while you're thinking about it, oh, while you're thinking man. about it, not to mention the fact that I, I find it so funny, so hilarious, so over-the-top hysterical that every time, especially last week when Tom Phillips was talking about the match and describing the match, you, you, you have to win by, what was the exact wording? Pulling out someone's eye? Basically, he, he said, uh, extract, that was the word, extract mm. your opponent's eye, as if, not only did this has this happened before, but it happens on a regular Sunday night every time. <laughs> like this is just like we've we've done this before last time. Remember remember the eye for an eye match we had uh, back in WrestleMania four. Well, here we're bringing it back. No, this has never happened. And now it's again, it's so matter of fact. You have to extract your opponent's eye. Are we not talking about murder? <laughs> is this not, no? This is not. You can't kill somebody by yanking their eye out and maybe possibly just having them just bleed all over the ring. Oh, you can, but it's not a definite. <sighs> You're so so okay. So we're we're saying. Yeah, you could stab somebody, still not going to die. 
but we're saying that it's good that it's it's you're right you're true true but basically where you have to win by impairing someone's eyesight for life <laughs> i understand yeah. i understand it's but wrestling. it's, it's the future it's the idea it's the future we can get bionic eyes oh lord jesus <laughs> <laughs> We are doing an eye for an eye. I thought the gr- oh. I thought stating that a match was going to be the greatest wrestling match ever was insane. Well, hold my beer because <laughs> I want to take your eyeball if I want to win. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> First off, if they if they wanted to get really meta, they should have just called it the Hammurabi match. Explain. Hammurabi's code: eye for an eye. Okay. I don't know. You didn't know that was that's what that was. No. Now I'm questioning whether it is what it is. Now I'm gonna look it up. I've never heard. Of it. it doesn't mean that I, I know everything or know that. I, I barely know anything. Um, you do trivia. I expect you to know these things. I've never heard of Hammurabi. 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 See, I didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> eye for an eye. Uh, again, if, if if it's anything like CGI or some bullshit, and again, it's like it's gonna be Seth Rollins or either one of them. And I've said this in the past. I said it last week. You or two weeks ago. You have somebody that's going to wrestle. For the extent of their contract in WWE, and this is the storyline you're going with. So the, either one of these guys, if they're going to continue, especially Mysterio, since he's on a on a uh, verbatim contract, so to speak, if one of them loses this match, air quotes, loses an eye for the rest of their career, that's it. They are they are either wearing a patch or Mysterio just has that that one eye mask thing going on for the rest of his of his career in WWE. So you have Rey Mysterio manage his son with the one eye mask. That's the way. That's the way I I, I put it. Then, by the way, you better, the code, you better sell that for the, the rest code of, of Hammurabi. Yeah, uh, is a well-preserved Babylonian code of law of ancient Mesopotamia. Uh, Mesopotamia, sorry, dating back to 1754 BC. Okay, uh, it consists of 282 laws with scaled punishments, adjusting an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. As graded based upon social social stratis, stratification. Wow, that says stratifi- stratification. Take, take uh, depending on social status and gender of slaves versus free man versus woman. Slaves versus free man versus woman. Okay. So, I was right. They should call it the Hammurabi match. <laughs> so that that's that's the whole point. They should. That's what they should call it. Yeah. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm just baffled, um, but but curious to see how that goes. That should be the main event. Um, someone's losing a, a body part, like that's that's what's yeah. coming down to. That should be the main event. Anytime anybody loses a body part after losing, like <clears throat> that's your loss is a as the loss of a limb or something that helps you see for <laughs> forever. Uh, yeah, that should be the main event. Exactly. Um, Hell, Owen Hart lost his life and he wasn't even in the main event. Uh, that's just true. This, I mean, yeah. that was all in hindsight, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the next match we have on the list here is. Look at that booty. Oh. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Booty filled show. It's Nikki Cross like taking on Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey. <laughs> just no thought to it. Just that's it. That's no thought to it whatsoever. I, Bailey. I, I like Nikki I, Over Cross under now, though five. Five uh, boob smacks. That's where I'm going to go. Five. I think that's where the real bet's at. Five. Five. <clears throat> now, what's one? Is one like a King Kong type slap? Or is no, one, any, anything one single? Any single touch. That's it. Any smack to your, to your chest. That's that's one. 
That's one. Yeah. Jesus Christ! All right, then twenty. You say that. You say that as if every wrestler does that. She's the only one that does it. Exactly, but right. I'm changing the over under from five to ten at oh. least. <laughs> I'm gonna split the difference. I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna say at least seven okay. times. Seven times she smacks the boobs, and and but we we have to count. We have, when we watching. In, we have in hindsight, you're also taking Bailey though, right? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I was entranced with the song. I'm sorry. I was entranced with the song, and I didn't. I didn't come across my my pick. Oh yeah, there's, there's absolutely no doubt. <laughs> no, ba- barely 100. percent I'm just more focused on on the boob smacks. Um, <laughs> next up, speak, speaking of uh, uh, non boob smacks, we have Oscar against Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, yeah, I'm 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 interested to hear your your pick for this one. I'm going to go Sasha Banks. I as well. I'm going to go Sasha Banks. However, this is one I don't know which way it's going to go, really. I, I'm always I'm always taking into account the fact that when somebody gets a belt, it's it's either very short, a short reign, like it happens from one pay-per-view to another, or like in the case of like Randy Orton, or uh, someone like Oscar who just got it, and she's had it for a little bit now, and I think it's it's still too soon for her to lose it. With that being said, I do see that Sasha would have Sasha would want to match up with Bailey and have McMahon have the two of them have those belts to kind of have the stable of all the gold. Exactly. You have to have all the gold. Which again, as I mentioned last week and the week before, it seems like there's a thing a, a theme with having one person have everything. Cuz they want yeah. and, and the most popular person so they can they can transfer themselves from show to show, like Sasha and Bailey. Um, well, they already have the tag titles, so that's that that gives them the right right away. Right, you right. know what I mean. Right. I would. But not now be you have them as both champions. Yeah. Like they got everything. Now they just need to get the NXT Women's Title. I wouldn't be surprised at some point they're like, you know what, we're taking the tag titles and we're gonna, we're going to combine them, uh, especially during this time when it's just easier since everybody is in the same building. To have one popular tag team and go on all three brands. For the, yeah, for the men. Um, oh, for the men. Yeah, well, I'm saying it's already for the women. I'm saying for the men. Oh, yeah. Because where have the Viking Raiders been? No, hang on. That's the Viking right. Raiders. No, 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 no. The Street Profits. Street Profits, right? They've been doing their stupid shtick, and then they they've pieced out for the last two weeks. Yeah. At least New Day's stupid shtick requires some wrestling. And throwing jackets at, at Corey, which I love. Oh, I love it <laughs> I, so much. I don't know why I look forward to that most in their matches. They take the jackets off and throw it at Corey Graves. It's just, the dude, I'll <clears> see <throat> that, and then I'm like, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen. The New Day's going to win. I just want to see how and wh- how and in which manner, in which manner Corey Graves yeah. is going to react to a jacket <laughs> and get thrown at him. He, he keeps commenting every week, like this past Friday. He was just like, I can't believe. You're not talking about the fact that I get assaulted every week. Um. It used to be Cole too, which is the funny part. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's Corey. It's, it's funny with Corey. Um, so we okay. So we're I, we're both picking Sasha uh, for the WWE Championship. Uh, Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler. Drew, yes, I got Drew. Um, and then the as, as it says right here, non-title match, uh, the Wyatt Swamp fight with uh, Strowman and Bray Wyatt. <sighs> mm, disappear for a while. That's what's really getting in the back of my head. Hmm. I'm going to say Braun Strowman. Okay. 
I, I was going to say Braun Strowman as well. I would have I would actually said Bray Wyatt before I read what we read. Um, because same. It's a non, same. If it's a non-title match, what's the loss in him winning and Wyatt winning and Strowman would still retain? But if we, as we heard before, as we read before, that Wyatt, uh, they're looking to have some sort of Friday the 13th scenario at the end where somebody's going to disappear for a while and come back. And they're also looking to explore different personalities of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I, I, I take Strowman also. And then he'll, he'll reincarnate himself into another personality next time they, they have this, uh, this feud. Mm, another personality of Bray Wyatt. What do you think he comes out as? Husky? Husky. <laughs> Too husky. So you start from, husky NXT, start from NXT and just move up. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that is it, my friend. That is the week that is, and that is tomorrow is uh, Extreme Rules, the horror show, the horror show at Extreme Rules. I think we should also have um, at some point by next week. We should also come up with whatever the next pay per view is. Um, if it's Summer, I think it's SummerSlam. What that name's going to be? So it's going to be SummerSlam colon. It's getting hot in here. Or oh no! Colon. It's the biggest party of the summer. Oh god! It's right? Like, that's like 90s. isn't that what they always call it? That's like ninety. Yeah, but no, it's got to have like some sort of like other like. Not, that's the, that's the tagline, but that I'm talking about like a name with the actual pay per view name, like SummerSlam. Uh, shit's got real. <laughs> shit's gonna. It's the 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 most real shit's gonna get at this SummerSlam ever. SummerSlam, the gang gets sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 sweaty slam at SummerSlam. Um, it will have a name. It's going to be very long and and they call it Summerversary. <laughs> Summerversary and <laughs> and whoever gets lit on fire loses. Um, that that is the stipulation for one of the matches. Oh, uh, that wouldn't be the first time that happened. You know that this is true, but without clothes on, like they have like it's 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 just they're 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 in their 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 shorts, no shirt. No, like like Kane had like that gasoline protection on uh, on his uh, uh, arm. Oh, right, right, right. Nothing. This is like fu- pure like you're gonna get like like first degree burns. Like you, you, your degree burn has to be first to in order to lose. Ouch. Yeah, that's that's the that's the stipulation for the next uh, pay per view. I'm just trying to think. Ouch of is all I gotta say. How far we could go with just some of these things? If we're, if we're about to lose an eye tonight or tomorrow, um, the next one is uh, the the Tide Pod Challenge. Like you have oh, to, no. <laughs> you have to, no. depending on how many Thai pods you eat, um, and your stomach explodes, uh, that is your winner. Ugh. <laughs> Fucking Tide pods. You believe some people did that? Uh, I do. I do because 2020. Um, that was like the. the that was 2019. I, I, was, I was about to say. I was just about to say that was the precursor to what we know now. Like we should have seen then. Like the, we should have been able to see if people are eating Tide Pods now. What, what's going to come after this global pandemic? Hey guys, you're eating Tide Pods. All right, maybe we should back off. I think somebody's going to eat a bat soon. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you were thinking. I think yes. It's it's only a natural progression. I think the person that ate the bat first ate a Tide Pod and then was so out of his mind that went over to the market, the Wuhan market, and said, "You know what? Give me five bats." Listen. The the generation that ate Tide Pods, very stupid people. Mm-hmm. However, even stupider for breaking open the Tide Pod and trying to, to vape it. <laughs> smart, but stupid. I see smart. where you were going. It's not smart. It's it's intuitive. It's intuitive. Okay, that's fine. It's intuitive. It's intuitive, but very, very, very stupid. 
<laughs> Very stupid. I always will also wonder, uh, and this is my last thought of the, of the show, is that somebody had to try a chicken and say, you know what, that tastes good, and I'm not getting poison from it. So if someone tried a bat and was like, you know what, it tastes good, am I going to get sick from this? I won't know until I try it. And that's what happened. Think about everything that you would consider edible, like that you would eat, right? Mm -hmm. You've seen Back to the Future. Somebody had to eat rabbit and be like, this is awesome. As long as I can pick around the shotgun shells. Sure. Also, uh, tripe. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. We were like, this is delicious. It what is it? Looks like it's shit. the lining of a stomach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh <Right>. okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still fucking good, though. Yeah. I want to try. I, not that I want to try. People have tried pig feet. People have tried everything exotic. That alligator looks good. This kangaroo meat. Like, you've tried it. That you Spaghetti ballaroo. People have tried it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a real thing. Oh. I swear to God, it's a real thing. Baby ballaroo. <laughs> Spaghetti ballaroo. Down under. Um, yeah. They don't sell that in Outback, by the way. So that's it can't be no, real. No, no, no. You, you're more likely to get a steak and a blooming onion. There you go. <laughs> My point being, people have tried shit, and now they've tried the wrong thing, and this is what happens. Moral of the story is, don't don't eat bats. That's it. Yeah. Moral of the story is, don't really eat anything that needs to sleep upside down. <laughs> I think that's that is the rule. If it sleeps upside down, don't eat it. Yeah, if it sleep, it's a no it's, for me, dog. If it sleeps upside down, if it's upside down, you get a frown. That's it. That's <sighs> that is your that is your take. No. Yeah, upside down, give it a frown. <laughs> There's no way she eat that if it's upside down. I don't know why that made me laugh so much. <laughs> we, oh my god. Tangent is over. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. <laughs> that is our ridiculously stupid show. Just remember, if, if we have taught you anything else, if it's upside down, give it a frown. <laughs> my name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Oh, I, guys, please don't eat anything upside down. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I, and you would think that you would think that in life, especially in 2020, that shouldn't have to be said. But you know what? It's 2020, so it should be said. Don't eat bats. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm done. <laughs> Don't you said the show, bro. That's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Sons of Slam podcast.